That's right. It's the Music on Deck podcast, and we are back for We're another back. episode. Yes, another episode here uh, reviewing artists and bands, producers, songwriters work. They send us a song and we listen to it and give them our honest review. Sometimes we love what we hear. Sometimes we don't. But mm-hmm. uh, I think always we have uh, positive, constructive criticism, um, even even for for some of our lower scores that we've given out. So um you know today we got another one so uh alongside me uh i'm alex maglione here uh engineer mixer producer is my co-host dave dinsmore hey everybody yeah dave dinsmore also a producer uh engineer as well as a multi-instrumentalist uh singing coach uh anything and, and everything almost you know got my got my uh, fingers in a lot of different areas there with music so uh good to be here buddy yeah man we uh just got some some personal business music uh news this week as well that's gonna that's gonna give you you know we're, we're both gonna be having all those roles in a, in a in a role coming up soon here in 2023 working together on another project so we're excited about that if you know what i mean wink wink absolutely hint, hint. so <laughs> yeah so that's gonna be cool putting that together uh you know should be happening sometime um early next year so that'll be exciting so I think, yeah, I think i'll be i think i will be producing recording mixing probably doing editing and vocal tuning um and i just a few hats yeah just a few (laughs) hats that i that i tend to wear and then i know for i know what for you it's going to be producing vocal producing programming uh probably some background singing (laughs) yeah harmonies yeah so that's going to be cool so 2023 is uh we we've hit december so 2023 is definitely uh starting to fill the calendar which is cool Hey, and happy holidays everybody i mean uh i hope everybody's uh gonna have a safe and fun productive holiday season uh this is gonna be uh the last one out before uh christmas so uh happy holidays yeah definitely so uh without further ado uh let's get into this week's on deck artist uh 24 year old girl named uh Becca Trammell, I think actually let me let me just double check on her age here real quick. Uh, Becca Trammell, 28, sorry, 28. Um, she's our featured artist for this week. She considers her music um, Americana with pop and country influences. She says it truly just depends on the song. Um, mm-hmm. She's from Sundance, Utah, and she currently lives in Nashville. She moved here in 2013 and went to Belmont to pursue songwriting. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. So she also, though, has been, uh, quote unquote, writing songs since she was five years old. She says at that time, obviously, there wasn't a lot to that, what she was coming up with, but um, progressed from there and uh, started playing guitar when she was 12 and added piano and mandolin and banjo and ukulele. So uh, definitely she's she's made herself versatile for sure there. Um, the song we're going to be listening to is called Relapse. Uh, she worked on it with her, she says, good friend Dylan Pines. So shout out to Dylan there. Um, the first per- project that they've worked on together, they said it was a six-month process of trial and error. Oh, so, wow. Uh, yeah, so I'm kind of interested to see how this how this turns out. Um, I wish I could have six months on, on a song. On a song. Wouldn't that be, know, wouldn't right? that be amazing? <laughs> I did oh, read that and think the same thing. <laughs> I was like, I'd be like, if I six days is like amazing. You know what I mean? I can't imagine. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, take your time there. Um, there you go. Uh, so, and then she also says her goals, uh, she wants to have a legacy. Uh, one, one big kind of bucket list thing for her is to sell out the Ryman one day. Mm-hmm. Um, and she wants to feel feelings, then put those feelings into words that are interesting and unique and make someone else feel understood and validated. So 
Um, we're going to go ahead and listen to, to some of that in her song called Relapse. So here mm-hmm. it is.
And that was relapsed mm-hmm. by Becca Trammell. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Pretty, pretty, pretty cool there. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, let me let me give my notes here. Yeah, what do you got? Um, yeah, cool vibe for sure. Mm-hmm. Very uh, Taylor Swift esque. That's that's kind of that's what I wrote down there. Um, first off, great voice, great tone. Um, definitely, I feel like a talented vocalist for sure. Um, felt like that song was right in her range. Um, I felt like she did what she needed to do with it. Um, I think I think she showcased kind of the the, the bottom of of her sweet spot and kind of the top of her sweet spot. Um, that was also on display in her harmonies as well. I felt like the harmonies were 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 really well done in the right places. Um, also in the mix in the right spot, I felt like with the harmonies, I didn't feel like they were way out front, but I felt like I could hear them and they 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 complemented what was going on. Um, good good song, definitely. Um, I would say I I, I two th- two kind of notes in the same thing. I think they're tied to each other. Um, I would have liked to hear a little more percussion and drums in the first half in the first half of the song, but my next note is overall I felt like the song didn't have enough momentum. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I felt like it needed more of something to keep it rolling, yeah, almost all the way throughout. Yeah. Um, and so I felt like that might have been just some sort of con- a little more consistent percussion and drums thing. I'm not saying there has to be full drum set backbeat the whole song. But I just felt like it was kind of herky jerky at certain moments. And I get that 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 I think that was trying was something that was trying to be achieved and it was done. But I think, you know, it's to me, it just felt like it needed to be a little more uh, put together overall. Um, Mm -hmm. Like I said, it left me kind of just feeling a little herky jerky there. Um, But overall, it's going to be a great score for me. Um, I I, I didn't have too much wrong with it. Um, The mix I felt like could have been better um mm-hmm. but again i mean I'm, I'm taking into note that that this was this this um these two people becca and her producers you know first time working together and i'm not not quite sure who mixed it she didn't say um dylan might have mixed it being the producer or i'm not not quite sure um, right right i think the mix definitely could have been better and could have helped the overall feel of the song um but it wasn't terrible i wasn't cringing you know at all throughout the song i think things mm-hmm. were a little hot here and 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 you know things could have been a little out of there but but nothing terrible um so my score is going to be an, a, a straight on uh eight flat 8.0 so okay um, yeah, yeah good good stuff good definitely stuff. a good definitely a good score yeah so uh what do yeah. you think dave i mean yeah, i'm re- really interested to hear what you thought i think i'm pretty pretty bland with my notes there but i think there's something no there, but no 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 hear what you say yeah and, and i think i wanted to bring up a good point um i, I don't know if I mean, you know, I'm sure people know this by now, but if anybody feels like, you know, we're kind of repeating each other, um, boy, that's when you really should pay attention because like mm-hmm. um, yeah. Alex and I are not looking at each other's notes. We are independently looking at these things. We are, have, we've said it before many times on the, on the podcast that you know, he's listening to something completely different than I am. So when he and I mirror the same kind of notes, that's not like a joining up. It's actually, that's two stars aligning. You know what I mean? Yeah, so like, right. that, I have a lot of what you just said. Um, you know, so I, I think you're, you hit the nail on the head. Um, number one, it's, it's, uh, so good that, um, I, people who know me know that like when it's good, I almost kind of grade harder. I, I look harder for things, you know what I mean? So right off the bat, it's, it's, I, I completely agree with you. I mean, this could be a Taylor Swift uh, you know, number one. I mean, like it sounds so much like Taylor Swift. That mm-hmm. was the first thing that came to my mind. It was like <laughs> wow. this, 
this could literally be Taylor Swift, which yeah. listen is you're not in bad company. eh? I mean, you know, that's, that's yeah, kind of, totally. that, that's kind of, you know, you're in that vein, then bravo. I mean, you're certainly doing something right. I will say a lot of my comments, I would think are some things that maybe I personally would have done differently. I don't know, like you, I would say, you're probably making those choices. I might personally have done something different, which doesn't mean that what you have done is wrong or anything, but because I would say overall, very polished, very good. I agree with Alex entirely. Um, and, and, and the fact that I've got similar notes is it should really hammer that home. I was the exact same way with the, um, uh, from a business standpoint, the minimal drums thing is 100% in. You are right where you need to be with those drums being barely there for so much of the time. I just think I don't like it. I, I personally don't like how it doesn't allow the song to flow. You said that as well. To mm. me, it felt like it just... Anytime it started to roll, you kept ripping the cart out, a carpet out from under us. You know what I mean? Like it, it stopped the flow of the song, in my opinion. You know, it, it it started to get going, and then it would stop, and then it would come back in, and then it would stop. And for me, I'm just not a fan of that. I think you know, you had a really cool groove. You got a lot of good little acoustic lines going there. I would almost kind of like just kind of a steady tempo at some point. I think you kind of tried to do that at one point. There was a hook, but that hook came in so late. That again, for a single, if you're really trying to capture them with that sort of build, that build happens really late into the song. Mm -hmm. So that doesn't really help the song, in my opinion. Um, you know, but that's a good I, point. That's a good point about the singles for sure. I mean, if it's a single, you know, I mean, you really want to capture that attention pretty early on. And it's not that it's wrong. It's just that it's kind of like if that was the moment to suck people in, it happened at like two minutes and 50 seconds. So I mean, that's right. just, you know, I, nobody care if they weren't already on board. Um, you know, I just think the song would have bumped a little bit more if it had a groove from the drums. I, yeah, I, really I mean, I could have definitely heard. And 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 again, I I, I really do think that it was a conscious decision. I mean, we it, it sounds yeah. very obvious. It is a conscious decision, and it was achieved. But it's just a little a little you know not enough. But, but I think I I could have definitely heard some like you know Imagine Dragons type drums in there. Yeah, you know, I mean, like just there's I, spares. The Tom thing came in at the end there, and it was mm -hmm, it was like mm -hmm. even that was still sparse. But you know, I think there could have been just a little something more there overall. Well, I was gonna say like there's sparse, and then there's choppy. I think mm -hmm. you want yeah. sparse, you don't want choppy, yeah. and it yep. started to get a little like choppy to me. It it, it it like you said, it interrupted the flow of the song to some degree that I made note of it. Um, I would say the mix, you know, I'm not mad at it either. I mean, but I'm but I'm really gonna nitpick it. It was very very bright. That vocal was very out front. I mean, very out front. Um, because there's really not much else going on around her, right. you know. Yeah, so so right. I, I get that that's the focus, but it was very, very out front, um, you know, for me. But but listen, the production was good. It was a good song, um, you know. Like I said, I it's I, I wrote in here. It sounds like Taylor. Um, you know, does it sound a little too much like Taylor at some points? Maybe you know what I mean. Like it's it's. Um, you know, you're not breaking any new ground. Uh, you're kind of in that vein. You know, I don't know. It's, I'm just going to ask the question. I'm not going right. to deduct for that. I'm just going to say it was so Taylor Swift that I could literally imagine Taylor doing it. I would almost mistake that this is Taylor doing it for me. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was so, uh, but you're in good company. And I think you made some very um, smart uh, business decisions along with your creative decisions. Yeah, no I doubt. saw a lot of creativity in there and I love how you've paired it with business. So I'm not trying to say, you know, you should go away from that. I just think, you know, there's some personal stuff in there that maybe I would have done differently, but either way, uh, it's a, it's, it's a, it's a phenomenal song. Um, you know, I, I give it a great score. I give it a seven, six. 
Yeah, that's a huge score for you. That's, that's a big a score, score for me. Yeah, yeah. that's a so, really good score. Yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. Cool. Well, uh, yeah, let me... What, let you me got, uh, uh, what do you got for us today in uh, yeah. the Maglione Minute there? Yeah, let me get into this Maglione Minute here. Um, I want to talk about just something that's very me, um, something that has been uh seen different ways i should say um throughout my career and still is um and i'm just it's the, the title of this maglio minute is my passion um i think it's something honestly dave that you know probably as good as anyone else in my life that's mm -hmm. that's as close to me you know on the list would be on that same list would be my parents you know like mm -hmm. that it would be my parents and you i would say who know my passion as well as as you know as as i know it almost um yeah. my passion is what keeps me going every single day my passion is uh what allows me to be a part of a project and be proud of what the project is at the end of the day or at the end of the project um, my passion is how what I work on sounds. Um, my passion is the music that I listen to, the music that I like, the music that I promote. Um, you know, that it's 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 a big thing. My passion also is my energy. Um, that's another thing. My passion is my energy. And, and that kind of goes back to what I said at the start here a little bit. Um, there has been some people who who have probably seen my energy as other uh adjectives there you know um <laughs> arrogance or cockiness or um um entitled maybe I, i'm not i'm not sure but i i know i've heard a few things before but um at the end of the day i just always come back to you know even if that is if that's what's said about me that's where i'm going to point is to my passion yeah um everything kind of circles back to that if i come off as caring too much or i come off as confident it's because i'm passionate and to me there is no negative to that at all um i think dave and i you and i both have made note on this show and, and plenty of times before about having that conscience in the back of our mind of being the opposite of that or getting to the opposite of that to where we're doing this and it's just and it's just the job you know or it's just a task oh, yeah. you know and, and having no feeling towards it um that I don't think will ever be me. And it's a conscious goal to never be me. Um, mm -hmm. You know, I, mm -hmm. if I'm not doing this with my passion at the forefront, then I don't need to be doing it at all. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so um, it's just something, something that I definitely want to bring up because I feel like it's part of me. And, and honestly, I mean, what is it? Episode 24 mm -hmm. with mm -hmm. what I just said, some people who have listened to us may have already thought that by some of the advice that we've given or some of the things that we've said, some of the ways we've described some of the things we've heard. Um, again that stuff comes from our passion you know mm -hmm. we and that's part of why we're doing this podcast is because we are going to be honest you know and we love music and we want what we're saying to some of these artists to be positive and in enlightening and um move Help, the needle helpful yeah, <laughs> helpful yeah, yeah right helpful and move the needle so um again that's you know that's that's that comes from my passion um I think that's that's I, I, I this is kind of a, a, a poem, I guess, that I've made. <laughs> Everything is kind of I said, my passion, my passion, my passion. And that's that's really what it is. Um, And, and Dave, maybe you can. I, yeah. I, I think that you can. Like I said, by you being <laughs> one of those people that I said, you know, on knowing me, how you know me, maybe you can speak this from the outside, you know, looking in. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
but but yeah i mean that's that's i wanted to to make note of this i couldn't i'm surprised i've gotten this long without having it but it came across my mind and i was like you know what i need to talk about why i do what i do and, and why my attitude about what i do is what it is and and that type yeah. of thing so well you haven't you know alex has an intensity i'd call it intensity that I think, you know, some people are, are, are understanding it for what it is. And what you're speaking to is I think there are some people that misunderstand the intensity, you know, and read it in, 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 in you know, any other area, which, you know, <clears throat> who cares what they think, honestly, um, you know, but, but, you know, it does come from passion and, you know, you got people that have a passion that's burning inside of them. Well, Alex is like a supernova compared to a, a fire, you know what I mean? Like his, <laughs> his passion is so overzealous at points uh that that it's that it's intense for for people and if you can't match that level of of passion and intensity you know it can i think it can be intimidating you know for a lot of people because they're they're kind of like you know oh geez you know you're you know, why are you taking this so seriously or anything like that and it's kind of like well like look i mean you know anything i'm doing i'm doing at a hundred and fifty thousand percent and if you can't get on the bike with me then i i, I can't slow it down for you because this is who i am you know right and, and i and i think your passion um is something that i find is uh refreshing you know and and i and i've told you many times too uh you know back through the many years of us working together, which is uh, don't expect other people to match your level because right. you're very, yeah. you have a level that is almost unattainable by normal, <laughs> normal human beings. And listen, that's just the way you are. If that wasn't naturally you, if that was sort of somehow artificially, you know, sort of injected, then I would think there'd be some, you know, other ways to go with that, but it's, it's 100% who you are. And you bring up a point, but you don't bring it up strongly enough. And that is, is the most people you're going to work with. And I am going to put that in the more than 50% uh, of people that I professionally know and have worked with and things, you know, unfortunately it's a very large group of people who have been doing it for so long that they do not have that passion. There mm -hmm. is not that drive, that intensity that I'm going to do amazing on this because not because you're paying me, not because, you know, I've got to impress, you know, somebody, or I want that Grammy, which are all things we want, but really it comes from an inner passion that is mm -hmm. burning alive and it is burning you up, you know, to get something great just to have it be great. And I just don't see that very often. And I think it's a good point that you should mention it because, um, I think people read it. I think it's impossible not to read and it can be misread sometimes, you know, right, um, right. Uh, believe it or not, I'm extremely passionate too, but you know, as we've mentioned many times before, our exteriors are different. You know what I mean? Right. We have, we have two completely different approaches. So, um, it's, it's a good, it's a good point to make, man. And, and, um, uh, I, I'm glad you brought it up. I, I I've yeah. always seen it as a positive. I've always seen yeah. it as a positive. And it kind of goes back to, to kind of like the, you know, your point a few episodes ago about influences and, and what influences, you know, you emulate and that type of thing and it goes back to like i said dj Khaled. i mean mm -hmm. dj Khaled gets the same type you know the same type of stuff you know people clown him for you know some of the ways he acts about his music or how he promotes his music or whatever. but anybody who's been around him before any of the success will be like that's who he's been while he was making stuff that sounded like crap right you know right. that's who he was when he was actually just djing in clubs and nobody yep. and only miami knew who he was and whatever you know and so that's that's kind of where I get that from. Yeah. Another thing, yeah. another thing that's funny is um, is uh, it's it's outside of it's not just a music thing. I mean, I think they're probably athletes that probably have the same stuff said about them. Um, I know for a fact that it's funny. Uh, it's 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 semi interesting as well. But 
Um, Joey Logano just won the NASCAR uh, Cup Series championship. And I think he has a little bit of a fan base uh, that that doesn't like him because of kind of how he goes about his business. Um, and it's funny because they had an ask, they had a show about the the whole NASCAR season chasing the championship this season on USA Network, and you kind of learn they one of the guys they follow is Joey Logano, and um, it's funny we're sitting there, I, I'm sitting there watching it with my girlfriend, and she's kind of making some of these comments about how Joey's carrying himself, and I'm sitting there like, I'm sitting here like comparing myself to Joey Logano, <laughs> you know, I'm like, I'm kind of <laughs> like, babe, you know, like. I kind of carry myself the same way, you know, like I kind of, I'm, I'm confident in what I do. And I, you know, I, if I, if, yeah. if I, and I, I'll talk, I'll let people know I'm confident in what I, what I'm doing or that type of thing, you know? And she's like, well, no, it's different whatever, you know, but I'm, I, <laughs> it's just interesting to see that, you know, obviously there's other things that I bring to the table in a relationship or whatever, but you know, that aside, I think it's interesting for me to see somebody else outside of even the field of music who I'm like, okay, you know, I, I can even, compare myself to somebody oh, like Tom, that Tom Brady I mean I think you know as 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 a, as a passion you know what I mean yeah. that people people can I think often you know Milan yeah oh yeah or even yeah being a Patriots fan Bill Belichick a lot of people don't sure. like Bill Belichick a lot yeah. of guys I'm one of them for Bill, yeah and a lot of people who <laughs> played the Patriots for, right but, he, but, but you got to respect you got to respect yeah you, you know? respect who who he is and and you yeah. know you don't get seven championships you know he'll tell you I got those seven champions for being, for being, for coaching the way I coached and being who I am and inserting some of that into what we do. So, you know, I think that's just, that has to do with something. And and on the other side of it, like you, Dave, you know, you could have the, this, the same type of comment about how you do things, you know, and, and it, yeah, it isn't, yeah, yeah. It, it isn't, you know, as outward as, as, as what I'm saying is outward about me, but I just thought it was a good point to bring up, um, sure. you know, how, how yeah. it kind of all, like it all it. funnels through that for me. And, and sometimes it is, it is outward and, and can be, you know, seen, seen in, in different ways. So um, that's one I've kind of been holding on to and waiting for like the right moment to, to, to be able to put the right energy. Heading into the finally, new year, you know, you're yeah. you going to unburden yourself. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And I finally <laughs> found that way of kind of, kind of putting it out there by tying everything back into it. So uh, yeah. yeah, hopefully, hopefully that, that gives you all just a little look into kind of, you know, a little bit more. We've had a couple of these, you know, Magnum minutes and unsolicited that kind of show you guys who we are and maybe explain some maybe personality things that you guys have heard and, and wondered about or, or that type of thing. So, uh, you know, hopefully that helps you all. And, yeah. And, um, yeah. and you can kind of get to know us better. So uh, what do you got uh, for us, Dave, in your segment today and, and unsolicited? Yeah, yeah. I've, I've got a holiday-themed unsolicited nice. for everybody uh, this week. And um, it's mostly just a story. Uh, last last Christmas, uh, my sister uh, re- you know, reached out to me and basically my niece, Bailey, wanted to, uh, you know, potentially get a guitar. That was the gift, right? Mm-hmm. And, and they're in Binghamton, New York. So there's not like a billion options here and she and, and she was kind of lost and so of course she reached out to me and was like you know where where do i start you know do, you know, do i get a guitar uh, you know there's all these like kits and things that are like oh it comes with an amp and a gig bag and oh, it comes, yeah. you know. so uh you know it was it was great because of course i live in nashville so of course mm-hmm. I'm, I'm like well you should just let me handle this because like i can get anything anywhere you like, know like we all and like we always say just give me the budget and i'll get you what's the best exactly. in that budget and i'll get you what you need you know what yep. i mean and just leave it to me and she knows too where you know it's just a lot of insider knowledge that you and i take for granted that 
I don't realize other people don't know until I, you know, kind of get in that, that sort of scenario. And I'm like, Oh, you know, like I got this and I got that and I got it. And she's kind of like, yeah, okay, whatever. You know, like I, you know, way, way more about this than I do. <laughs> so I was like, you know, um, I, 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 I want to say for a, for kind of a, a parent in this kind of scenario. Okay. You know, you've got, you know, a kid or, or, or really anybody that, you know, um, you know, teenager, adult, whatever it is, uh, looking to buy an instrument or get to get into an instrument. Um, you know, you're going to go, you know, you're going to see a lot of these like package deals and things like that. Um, you know, where it comes with all of this different stuff. I mean, honestly, uh, what I ended up doing was I went, I went to guitar center. Um, I know, uh, sacrilege cause there are so many <laughs> guitar places in Nashville, but yes, I ended up right. there. Um, but I got her a Fender Squire, a Stratocaster, and um, I got her something with essentially, you know, two single coils and then a humbucker in the bridge position. Um, you know, a lot of versatility there. She's just beginning. She may not want to play guitar mm -hmm. uh, a week later. So what I see happening a lot are, you know, kind of these guys going out and buying, you know, their kids these really expensive and, you know, oh, what's the best guitar? You don't need to be saying what's the best guitar. Yeah, right. What, what, is, what, is, the, <laughs> what is the least painful? You know what I mean? What, what, you know, you go and buy something and then the action is super high. And of course that means when the strings are way above the fretboard. So oh, that yeah. poor kid is like trying to clamp down on this guitar and it's hurting because learning to play guitars is actually learning to tolerate pain because it hurts, you know? And, and so there's a lot of different variables that, that, that you can kind of factor in, you know, but, but overall, I kind of just want everybody to kind of, you know, if they're interested in something, there's a lot of great ground level stuff and you don't need to kind of come in at, come in with this sort of like, okay, I'm going to get a Les Paul custom. No, no, listen, if your kid has not played a note, I don't recommend you coming in <laughs> with anything like that because here's the thing. They're going to break it. They're going to drop it. They're going to do, just get them an entry level kind of thing. That's not expensive. So that way they can try out a bunch of different things. Um, you know, buy an entry level Ludwig kit, you know, get something good. Don't, you know, you don't have to get a, a you know, uh, some brand name that you've never heard of before, you know, all the major brands have, have junior brands. So there's like, you know, there's guitar, uh, there's a Gibson and Epiphone. Epiphone mm -hmm. is made by Gibson. It's just the cheaper Gibson. Squire is made by Fender. It's just cheap Fenders, you know, and, and, and that's okay. That's okay to go to that direction. So, um, I would just say, uh, you know, don't be afraid, you know, to kind of, find out, you know, what they're interested in, but if they're really into something, you know, don't be afraid to kind of cheap into it. Okay. Cause you can always upgrade. And, right. and honestly, man, there's some really darn good entry level guitars. Um, and, 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 you know, you can get it for a hundred, 150 bucks, you know what I mean? Just same thing with drums. I mean, you, know, mm -hmm. you can get a $400 drum kit. That's fairly decent just to start you off. You don't need to be jumping into things. And as far as the, the package bundles goes, I, I would kind of, I would try to dissuade you from doing those because they tend to pair stuff that they can't sell with something else. Right. So whether it's the guitar with the amp or it's the amp, it's usually the amp. The amp usually sucks. You can go to a used. So that's what I did. I went to a uh, national used music. And uh, I went in and got her a little, uh, you know, uh, low wattage, 15 watt, you know, Fender mm -hmm. amp. Nice. And all right. Yeah. Heck yeah. Like 30, oh, 40 awesome. bucks, you know, so I mean, out of pocket, you're out of like $200. She's got a Squire Fender Stratocaster with a humbucker pickup with an actual Fender amplifier, um, you know, cables and all that kind of you know, peripherals too. But um yeah, I guess I guess that's kind of my my whole thing. I wanted to share that with everybody. Yes, so you know. Let me let me ask what yeah. why why my 
uh, instinct would tell me. So I guess I have to ask why electric. My instinct would say if you're learning guitar, you'd start with acoustic. But did she? Did she want? She just said I want to start on electric. Or how'd that yeah, go? Great point. Great point. And um, number one, um, and this is probably gonna happen for for the people who are, who are buying this for their kids. She cared more about the color than she did about anything else. It's got to be this kind of a color because <laughs> it's a look. It's a look. You know what I mean? And I'm not, a, I'm not going to be against that. I mean, like, don't go away from that. Like if your kid's like, listen, I want this specific picture for my rock star image. Oh yeah. Don't, don't go get him a, a classic acoustic. But, but, but I'll add this. Absolutely. You want to start on an electric. Do not. Oh, really? Acoustic. It hurts so much worse to play an acoustic guitar. The electric is so much easier on your hands. The necks are usually smaller for smaller hands. You don't have to push down as hard. An electric is infinitely easier. Wow. I truly learned something today then. That's crazy. <laughs> well, the acoustic is where I don't get me wrong. It kills me inside because I'm an acoustic player. I would rather play an acoustic every day. I just don't really like the feel of an electric and, and they'll learn you know which one they, they have preference over but i will say that if i am playing an acoustic i've got you know a certain amount of time that i can do you know, you know me when i'm doing takes i'm like dude all right yeah, this is gonna be like the last one my hand's killing me right uh, that that'll be double that if, if i know if, if i was playing the electric mm-hmm. it's just so much easier it's so much gentler on your hands the gauge of the string everything so yeah yeah no but uh you know I would say start start small, let them grow into it, and um, and definitely start yeah start with an electric start wow definitely start with yeah an electric. good note there for sure that's an extra one I mean I, maybe other people knew that and I'm I'm the one who didn't but I mean that's that I learned something for sure I mean I started on acoustic but you know it's one of those things where it, it's it's definitely doable but I, I if you had well, a what choice that makes sense yeah I mean if all you had that a choice <laughs> it doesn't hurt anywhere near as bad with an electric that totally makes sense because that would be one of my like instant things about playing guitar or learning to play guitar or playing guitar like i have as a, as you know i'm not a handyman at all and i have the <laughs> wimpiest hands like ever like they I, they get chewed up so easy like i would not be able to play a guitar if i decided to yeah um so yeah, yeah. <laughs> well yeah those are those are some some good points for sure i think i think uh people can can learn something from all that for sure and if you guys have um, any questions or anything and you want to run it by us i mean like I, we've said before oh yeah you know, definitely reach out to us you know we're, we'd love to be a sounding board for anything you guys might have yeah spe- like like you said i mean especially around this time of year too i mean if you're buying a, you know a kid an instrument or or audio gear or anything like that or if you listen to this after christmas and a kid got something and doesn't know how to work it or whatever and they want some advice hit us up you know, whether you join the discord or, or send us an email, I mean, that would be, we are totally open to that. I, I, I don't have, as I've said before, I don't have any problem teaching the next generation, you know, what, what they need to know or basics to get started, you know, so totally. So, uh, let's open up the suggestion box here. Um, I am excited about this song that I've got. Um, I think it's by an artist that, that, you know, um, or that you, that you like, or have listened to before. I think you maybe a year or two ago brought her up to me and we're like, dude, I love this chick. Like, okay. I'm loving everything she's doing. And you may have heard the song before the song is called million dollar baby by Ava max. Mm-hmm. Um, does the name ring the bell? Ava oh, yeah. max. Oh yeah. Cool. Have you heard the song? Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, dude, what? So, you know, so this is cool. Mm-hmm. So this, this, this song suggestion is purely great, for everyone else, choice. dude million dollar baby this thing is like i mean this song just is epic (laughs) in so many ways for sure when you think of like fully produced electronic pop music that is what this song is right here yeah i mean it is got every pop influence that you can think of from from what's hot now 
back to you know when when pop became a thing and even before pop was pop and it was disco it's got all of that in this one song ava's vocals are just phenomenal mm -hmm. the, the 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 music is just unreal chord change at the end breakdown yes. bridge yes. Oh, it's just mm -hmm. it's just all there in this song it's so money dude yeah so i discovered it um a month or two ago and was in it came on and i was just like oh my like it's one of these songs too that like it's it's got that that hit factor where mm -hmm. in the first 30 or 30 seconds you're like oh you my know. god you this know. is gonna be awesome yep. yeah and like I said, in that there's that breakdown chorus or breakdown verse or chorus, I think, at the end of the song, and you know what's coming after. Mm -hmm. Like it breaks down and you're like, oh yeah, here it comes, here it comes. And it just <laughs> builds into this like breakdown chord change or key change. And it's it's super dope song. Um, so definitely y'all go check that out. What do you got for us, Dave? Yeah, yeah. I've got one that I just discovered. Um, I don't really know if I, you know, how to pronounce this girl's name, but um, I'm gonna butcher it. It's um Mina Okabe or Okabe. I don't know. Mm -hmm. It's it's um O K A B E. So I don't know how how you pronounce that, but I've been I've been saying Mina Okabe every second. Uh this is like um an island laid back kind of vibe, a chill kind okay. of song. Um and this is a salute to something you alluded to earlier, Alex, about um, you know, uh some stuff we got coming up on the horizon, you know. This is oh, a good, okay, nice. This is a good island chill um Kind of like a female uh, uh, Jason Mraz, you know, kind of, you know, um, uh, he, he did his big one song, you know, the, all of his library isn't like that. But I mean, it's it's definitely got a chill kind of a vibe and, and she's got a great right. voice. It's very, very um, it's very, very uh, cool. It's very clear, very record. You know, the recordings very well is the, the production value is awesome. Uh, yeah, go check it out. It's 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 pretty cool. Every second Mina Okabe and um yeah, I dig it. I dig it. Island, islandy feel. So yeah, I definitely will check that. I have yeah. not heard it. I'll definitely check it out, mm -hmm. and maybe it'll end up on my island vibes well, playlist. I think you're gonna like it. I'm just yeah. gonna tell you right now. I think you're gonna like sorry, it. Caribbean vibes playlist. Yeah, y'all are learning about my playlist. Caribbean vibes yeah. playlist. That's another yeah. playlist I got. So <laughs> <laughs> we'll see if that one uh, ends up on there. Well, cool, man. Good episode. Good episode, man. Is uh, hey, this was cool. Um, Merry Christmas to everybody. I know Christmas is coming up. Um, so Merry Christmas to everybody. We thank y'all for tuning in. If y'all are around your holiday, your your families uh, this holiday, bring up the podcast for us one time. You know, like I say, tell a friend to tell a friend. Tell your family about you know your favorite podcast that you're listening to, and um and 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 help us uh, carry carry some new fans and um and maybe Absolutely. artists into the new year. That'd be awesome. And and in honor of some people that we've lost in the. Uh... Uh, music on deck podcast family you know hug your family keep your family close take the time to tell everybody that you love them mm -hmm. and uh and really enjoy yourselves and, and stay safe out there everybody happy holidays all right everybody have a good one peace